Hey guys, welcome to Turn Em Loose, a podcast about bird dogs and bird hunting. Uh, before we get started, I just want to remind you to go ahead and like it and subscribe and share. Uh, if you subscribe, then you'll be able to get the new episodes as they come out and you won't have to go searching. Well, let's get right to it. Hey guys, I'm on my way to Montana for the grouse opener. It uh, opens the day after tomorrow, on the 1st of September, which is a Sunday. I'm on the second day of my drive. I could get there tonight, but it's just, it would be too late. It would be 9 o'clock at night, and uh, I had a long, long day yesterday. Left from south of Atlanta, drove all the way to the Wisconsin border, and spent the night in a rest area, and uh, got up to head across. I'm almost in the middle of North Dakota right now. Well, I would be in pretty good shape for arrival, but uh, I'll just wait for these on in there on uh, Saturday. I've got a couple of guys joining me on this hunting trip. Uh, one guy, uh, Gary, coming from Wyoming, is going to spend a day hunting, and that'll be enjoyable, and we'll talk to him. And then I've got another guy, Bob, coming out. He'll be out Friday, and that'll be uh, a day or two. So I'm in... Uh, pretty much uh, southeast Montana, and I think after about a week, I'm going to go ahead and shift the bases. I don't know exactly where I'm going to go. I have an idea. I'll probably go north up, uh, around the Canadian border, but we'll see what happens. Uh, see how the bird reports come in with my friends all over the state. So I've had one bad report already from uh, north of Malta up here in Canada. Friend of mine was running dogs up there, and uh, say in an area where he normally gets a lot of birds, he didn't even move a bird. I guess they had a real, real, real bad cold snap last winter. Uh, 49 below zero. I don't care who you are, that's cold. But it may have affected the birds, or he may just have been on an off day with his dogs. I don't know. But anyway, we'll let you know. I'm actually very encouraged. It's supposed to be a lot of grass, it's green, a lot of grasshoppers. And I know those short fields are tough. They can take the, they can take a lot of bad weather, so survive being a native bird. I'm not so sure about that hunt, so um, sometimes they get knocked back pretty good. But anyway, I'll check in with you tomorrow. Here we are, day three. Uh, it's actually the third day of my travels. I've arrived, set up camp, and uh, I've been signing up with ranchers in the uh, farmers and ranchers block management program today. It's uh, 79 degrees here right now at 3.40 in the afternoon, which is to be expected as the high for the day. And I think it's going to get a little bit warmer the next day or two, and then it starts dropping off after that. So it should be just about perfect. did have one little event. Blew a tire on my camper near Medina, North Dakota. And uh, oddly, that was exactly where I was going to camp. So I'm on the side of the freeway, and I was prepared for it because if you're going to tow anything, you're going to blow a tire. So I uh, had everything going on. I think it took me about 30 minutes to change out the tire on the camper. And uh, I had a little bit of a glitch. I couldn't get the spare off. It was a different size nut. And uh, could not for the life of me figure out how to do it. So I called AAA. Well, we'll be on in about an hour. Oh, well, whatever. And then I realized that 
I actually had another lug wrench in for the truck itself. And I pulled it out and it fit perfectly on the spare off, put it on, and I was out of there. I took I spent more time trying to call AAA and canceling the visit than I did uh, changing a tire. I almost gave up a couple times, but I know how it is to be on a call and get there and nobody's there, so I went ahead and went through it. But, but anyway, that's the only excitement for today. The uh, habitat here looks wonderful. Last rancher I talked to said it's one of the best years for rain they've ever had. The, uh, they stopped cutting hay because they have no place to put it. And that's a good predicament to be in. The problem is uh, the price of uh, calves is down on the floor, too, because everybody's got plenty of calves to sell. So. Yeah, it's always too wet to farm. But anyway, that's what it is on day three. Tomorrow we start out bright and early. Thanks. Okay, I'm here on opening day, eastern Montana, and uh, we've had two big coveys of sharp so far. Uh, Blue pointed his first sharp tail, made a good retrieve. It's too bad I can't show pictures, but it's a beautiful day, although it's going to be warm this afternoon. I thought they were going to be in the alfalfa, which they probably were in the morning. But they've moved up into the grass and sage hills. Uh, I got a dog as birdie. Cap's, Cap's working scent over there, and I saw some come this way. So this could be good. Uh, he's, I think he's just playing around. But anyway, blue looked pretty good, and I was really thrilled with that. My partner... Tom Plavac from Glasgow is, uh, I heard him shoot several times, and he's got his uh, older Brittany uh, Mickey on the ground, so it's starting to warm up. I think he might have swapped him out and put his pup down, but I can't see him. I'm looking over all these fields, and I can probably see three, four miles here, but... I think we're going to go ahead and get into another covey and then head back for, give this dog's a break. So I'm here again with Thomas. We had a pretty good cast this morning. And uh, I got uh, three birds and he got two. And it just started getting hot. So he's got his little dog. Uh, what kind of dogs you got? I've got two uh, natural Doc Brittany males, Mickey and Jake. So, natural doc Brittany, are they American? Uh -oh. American Brittany. Uh-oh. That's okay. Ruby's putting, Ruby's putting the word on Jake. Good. He needs the manners. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I have, I've heard a lot about natural doc tails and really hadn't seen that many. But, you know, Jake's obvious. I think I didn't even notice Mickey before because he's got so much fuzz back there. But. Yeah, well, I don't have hair trimmers for him and try to do it with so how, how old is Mickey? He's nine. He's your main man. I've hunted over him before with you. Yeah. So, and Jake looks like a five-month-old liver, no tail. Mr. Piss and Vinegar. Yeah, he is, too. I love him. I love him. Yeah. Well, we are at a different area. Uh, hey, hey, hey. 
we're at a different area now and uh, it is alfalfa fields there's a a creek down the middle it's not free flowing it's down low enough to where there's just pockets of water in it um, hay bales uh, where they've uh, hayed the uh, alfalfa it's really beautiful it's hot. It's probably 85 degrees right now, and when the, when the clouds come over, we want to put a dog down, and then the clouds move out of the way, and it's instant, instant, what am I doing out here? I think we're probably going to go ahead and do that. Uh, I'll probably put a dog down, take plenty of water, and stay close to the creek, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, so far, I can, I'm happy to report, that at least where we've been hunting, we've got uh, plenty of birds here, and in Montana sharps anyway we haven't seen any huns at all I don't know they had a 50 below zero day in the winter time and I know huns can take care of themselves but they're a non-native bird and I think that's why the sharps are plentiful this year a lot of grasshoppers out here a lot of green a lot of wet but I think that winter knocked those huns back I, maybe maybe not there's probably other parts of uh, Montana have plenty of huns I don't know but we're not seeing any Okay, uh, we'll check in a little bit later. Hey guys, starting out second day on the hunt. And uh, Blue came up lame on his left paw today. His pad's real tender. Um, he's just looking real pitiful, so he's uh, going to rest for the day. I guess that's the good thing about having five bird dogs with you. And uh, Pearl and and Ruby never got a chance to run yesterday, so they're up first run in a good area. I'm in a really good area, so we're going to get permission now. It's uh, 6.22 in the morning here, and I'm on my way to go sign in with the farmer, and he and his adjoining uh, farmer, uh, I'm going to have the uh, both of them, signed up with both of them, so it'll be great. Uh, I'm going to leave them both a copy of my book endless october and they are their property is in the book so i'm, I'm sure to tell them that and it'll make it a little bit more interesting for them probably but uh it looks good today i mean it's damp uh low overcast and a little bit foggy and misty which is kind of unusual here so i'm hoping those humidity will stay the same it's supposed to get really hot today and uh, boy, yesterday it was 88 degrees in the field, and we knocked off at about 3 o'clock. Uh, we wouldn't even make a short cast and let the dog get in the creek. It was so hot. So today's the last of the really, really hot weather for a while. Tomorrow the high is only going to be 70, and, you know, I can live with 70. Shoot. But I look forward to uh, hunting this creek where at one point in – a couple of years ago, we moved 16 cubbies in four hours. So uh, I don't think it'll be that good, but I'm really looking forward to that. Well, thanks a lot, and uh, we'll uh, give you an update status when we get done today. Well, we started out this morning, and it was already 65 degrees, and it's uh, 85 now. I knocked off for the day. It's 145. Supposed to be a lot cooler tomorrow, so we'll hit them again tomorrow. I started out with uh, Ruby and Pearl, the girls, and uh, they did a good job. Uh, uh, Ruby found a nice covey of sharps, uh, Pearl back, and then a little bit later on, Pearl found a, uh, actually it was a rooster pheasant, uh, 
sage, and, uh, and Pearl found it. Nice point and uh, ruby back. And I got some pictures. And of course, you can't shoot pheasant. I don't. I don't even like them. They kind of get in the way out here because you know we're hunting sharps and huns, and uh, you get a young dog out here, and uh, you know pheasant just kind of get in the way. But there's not a whole lot of pheasant around here. But there's uh, you know today I saw, I saw more pheasant than I did sharps. But anyway, I took two sharp off the field this morning because I had the boys in the afternoon, and uh, I run. I've been running them at just you know 10, 20 minute casts and along the creek so they can jump in the creek. But uh, you know we haven't found anything. And this kind of heat, these birds are they're going to be someplace cool. They're going to be in a coulee. They're going to be underneath uh, bushes and shrubbery and all that kind of stuff. So you know maybe later on this afternoon when the sun starts down, maybe around six. Something like that. We'll hunt for a couple hours before sunset. But uh, I'm hoping for better things tomorrow as far as the cool weather. But, you know, that's what you get when you hunt in September in Montana. Well, we're on day three in the morning. Uh, it's supposed to be hot again today, but it's pretty cool out here this morning. And uh, we went to another area that I found it to be uh, really a beautiful place. But... Uh, I took my puppy out, Blue, and uh, we worked hard. He nailed a covey of Huns up on the side of a hill, and uh, he did it all by himself, too. And uh, so we got a Hun and his first one. That's exciting. But I learned a lesson. When you really get excited, like you do at home, and you put your gun on the ground, you might want to look around and remember where you put it. Yeah, I had to look for 10 minutes to find my shotgun. <laughs> anyway lesson life lessons you get excited uh but i did find it and i remember thinking maybe i ought to put some orange tape on the stock or something ridiculous thing like that but anyway maybe i ought just not to drop it on the ground beautiful day sunshine not a cloud in the sky about a 15 mile an hour wind it's just beautiful so more later well day four is in the books was cool this morning, so I hunted blue in a patch of alfalfa that was very promising. And we uh, bumped one sharp tail, and he uh, he pointed several times, but we, I couldn't get any birds up. So I think they're in there. It's a uh, two square miles of alfalfa, so you know you really uh, you can work all day and not not hit every corner. I went back to the truck and uh, put him up and got Cap out, my best dog, and we pretty much did the same route and went into some different areas that I thought might hold some birds. Once again, he slammed point a couple of times and we didn't, couldn't produce, so I think we caught where they fed through or maybe roosted in the alfalfa. And uh, so that's about that. Uh, I had to knock off at about 12 o'clock, it's going to be 95 today, so there is no way I can get my dogs out when it's, you know, it's in the 80s and all the way up to 90, in the 90s, so uh, that'll be it for the day, and we'll uh, start day five tomorrow. Day five dawned cool and clear, so we went up to a place where we'd seen sharps before, and I ran uh, my puppy. Um, and uh, Pearl and we 
we didn't see a bird. Didn't find a bird. So uh, we did find, however, a dead, two dead porcupines, and uh, Pearl came back with quills and stink from one, and Blue came back with quills from the other one. So uh, I think it might have been a benign way to teach them a little bit about porcupines. That worked out great. Anyway, it seems like dead, uh, dead porcupine quills come out a lot easier. And they do, for some reason. I don't know why. So uh, it's about 90 degrees here now. It's uh, in the afternoon. And uh, we've uh, knocked off for the day. We, we, we knocked off for the day at around 10.30. And uh, drove around the country looking for more BLM land and also block management. And uh, so that's it for day five. So I just finished up a 10-day uh, hunting trip in Montana and uh, with my new ESP America ear uh, sound attenuators. That's uh, quite a mouthful. And I got to tell you, they work wonderfully. I put them in in the morning and uh, I didn't take them out until I came out of the field at night. Uh, in fact, one time I forgot I had them in, I went to dinner and uh, my... The hunting part looked at me and says, what do you have in your ears? <laughs> I forgot to take them out there. They were so comfortable. They do work, and uh, believe me, they work great. In fact, one time I got out and noticed I didn't have them in, I turned around and went back to get them because it just it makes just such a difference when you're shooting. So they're extremely comfortable. They really work, and I really recommend them. ESPamerica.com. Well, good morning. Day six, and it's 49 degrees, a beautiful sunshine. It's supposed to rain tonight, and tomorrow the high is only going to be 65. Thank you. And uh, so we're excited. We're heading out to an area where last year, uh, even in a bad, even in such a bad year, but uh, I found a spot that was just uh, kind of like a little honey hole. And uh, we're heading back there today, so I know there's some seed birds left over from... Maybe there'll uh, be uh, a bunch of birds back in here. I hunted it just the other day right before sunset, but I had to get out of there because I was a little worried about getting following a two-track back out and after dark. So um, I didn't get a chance to really hunt it. And besides that, it was about 90 degrees, and uh, I only hunted for about a half an hour. But it's a huge area. It's just uh, a little that uh, little two-track video I took uh, going on in out in there is um, pretty complicated so we're gonna hit it this morning and uh, while it's cool and uh, I'm really I'm really excited about this we'll let you know this Lewis town area is really beautiful yeah well, here we sit out here in uh, eastern Montana. Had a beautiful morning this morning. I knew I had a good feeling about it. Got into three big coveys already. We're down in an alfalfa bottom and uh, runs along a creek. So that's pretty much where you're finding them. That's you. In the morning, we get here, they're already fed and they're already back up in the grass. But uh, some of them are out in the alfalfa. So we moved. Uh, mine was a pretty big covey. We saw, how many did you see? Eight. You say covey eight, and what did you see, Bob? The other ones you, the other ones you just threw up. I saw, 
I saw the two that got up ahead of me, and then I saw the four, five, six, eight, whatever you. Oh yeah. Oh. Not counting the ones you guys picked up, I saw two there. I think that was a mixed covey anyway. I think there was one there already. Those two you got up. So. Anyway, it's starting to warm up a little bit. I wore out my boy dogs. I got the girl dogs to put down, and we got uh, we got lunch. And we're going to go ahead and eat lunch here in a little bit. Fry up some sharp tail fritters. What'd you say the menu was? We got uh, sriracha honey glazed sharp tail. Oh. And steamed carrots, broccoli, and something else in there. Snow peas. Oh. And we have an amusing. Uh, we have an amusing uh, malt beverage, or are we gonna we back to? Uh, I guess I guess not. We got I, more hunting to do. Water. We got water. You brought water this time. <laughs> I brought water this time. <laughs> so I finally got my, the truck loaded for me, yeah. too, not just the dogs. That's funny. So we've got I've got Britney's, and Thomas, you got Britney's, and Bob, you've got a. Let me see if I can go through this list. If you don't mind. You got a Spinoni. An Italian, a uh, uh, Brock d'Italia. Is that how you say that? A Brocco. A Brocco? Yeah, it's a close cousin Spinoni. <laughs> and uh, two poodle pointers and a wire hair. There you go. Is that right? You got, yep. I got them? Yep. All right. Not a long tail amongst them. That's, that's hunting. Okay, folks, I'll talk to you later. Well, here we are, day seven in the morning, and uh, the weather has changed. It is wonderful. It's currently uh, 60 degrees. When I start out this morning, it's about 52. Overcast, breezy, wet, and it's perfect. Uh, my dogs are running completely different now, and uh, it's just like uh, they, they are in tall cotton here. We were hunting a great big uh, alfalfa field with grass on the edges. And we didn't find anything today, but that's just hunting. Uh, we know there's birds down here, so I'm really encouraged. And uh, we're going to hit a couple of spots that I know where there's should be birds. And we'll see what happens. Well, that run was a bust, but uh, it's beautiful country. Had my best dog down, too, Cap. And... Uh, he hunted anywhere from two to four hundred yards away. Covered everything. Covered everything. We did find uh, six pheasants. He pointed those, and uh, of course we let them fly. It's not pheasant season, but he got to see some birds anyway. We didn't find one sharp tail or one hunt. Uh, Bob was hunting in a different direction. Did find a covey of huns. So we weren't uh, totally shut out of that area, but uh, we're going to move to a different area. That's that's part of it, <clears throat> and uh, having a blast. Boy, it's still beautiful, overcast, windy, 56 degrees has actually dropped a little bit. It did feel a little cooler, I had to put on a jacket. So anyway, we're moving to a different area now. Well, we drove to another ranch up north that we knew uh, had birds because we found them. I found them last week. The problem is it's been raining and uh, roads have really deteriorated. We made it up here okay, but we had to use four-wheel drive. And when we got up here, the wind was about 40 miles an hour, and it was flat raining, so we're going to call it a day. And then suddenly I realized, oh, no, we got to drive back. 
<laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I don't know if you could hear it in the background, but uh, we're we're kind of taking our time and uh, pretty much fishtailing down this road in, in uh, four wheel drive. But the good news is we've only got another 30 miles to go, and uh, we can take our we can take our time. I got a guy behind me that he's got a winch and. Uh, I've got a tow strap, so maybe we can help each other out and get home. But uh, we'll give it a shot another day. Where we are on day eight, uh, the weather's beautiful. High was 58. It was 45 this morning when we started and misty. Um, Interestingly, I put shack down first. You're hunting a large alfalfa area, uh, two sections. And uh, I've never... That was amazing. He had an amazing run. Tried to get some water in him. Mean, he didn't want it. And uh, it was just, uh, we didn't, well, we did find six pheasant, but uh, we didn't find any sharp tails. And uh, I really got two stories to tell today. One is, um, it's the rut. It's, we're in the middle of the rut, the mating season for pronghorn, pronghorn antelope, and everyone's just pronghorn. And, um, they will, uh, the bucks, I think is what they're called, will come after anything that's white because the females have white rumps. So um, a lot of times you'll see them. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll see a white bucket and they'll just go charging over to the white bucket thinking it's a female. But anyway, uh, this guy I'm hunting with, uh, he's got a dog. It's an Italian Spinoni, which is a great big, hairy, white dog. And apparently they were out hunting a different section of this uh, alfalfa field, and the uh, buck pronghorn thought that uh, Sophie, the Italian Spinoni, was a, was a likely candidate and was chasing Sophie around the pasture trying, trying to breed with it. I thought that was hilarious. Well, Sophie it doesn't have the nicest demeanor, and so apparently she turned around and told Mr. Pronghorn that she wasn't interested. So that was, <laughs> that's a story. I think I can make a story out of that one. And then the other one, a friend called me from uh, Western Montana, and apparently he stepped right on a, a uh, prairie rattler, and a snake struck at him and hit his pant leg. Not his leg, just his pant leg. Went through, of course, the bangs went through the pant. But, uh, didn't, didn't hit his leg, and I just got a text from him, and he decided he's going to go hunt mountain grouse for the rest of the trip. <laughs> I told him that's probably a good idea. Anyway, I thought those were two amusing anecdotes. More later. Well, day nine started out. We uh, hit an alfalfa field. It was absolutely gorgeous. I said, if there's no birds in there, we're in trouble. Well, we were dry. So we moved it on up to another area that uh, we hunted the first uh, day or two we got out here and uh, got there about 2.30 in the afternoon and had a wonderful hunt. Moved three coveys and got some birds and uh, my dog Shaq is an absolute rock star. He is amazing. He's getting better. I don't know how you can do that. Anyway, and Cap is typically outstanding. You know, the other three, two are good, and one of them I'm not so sure about. And, uh, but anyway, 
that's uh, that's bird dogging, and uh, had a blast. And then I realized the most dangerous drive on the whole trip is after you eat dinner and you're going home after dark. I just about hit a baby deer. Oh boy! But I didn't, so that was great. But uh, that'll wake you up in a hurry. Well, the tenth and last day is in the books, and uh, we did really well. We went out to an area that uh, we uh, visited once earlier in the trip when it was about 95 degrees, and we really couldn't hunt. It was too hot, obviously. So I went back there today when it was uh, 50 degrees, put my two best dogs on the ground, and uh, we uh, we did really well. Found three coveys. And everybody got some work. My two best dogs got work. My puppy got work. He actually pointed and uh, hunted dead and retrieved for me today, which is, I'm excited about that. Um, and then we moved the base of operations up to another area that uh, I thought we could probably find some birds. We, we hunted the very first day in the heat and found a bunch of sharks. And since then, I've hit it once. I think I hit it twice during the trip. And and came up dry, so this time we, we hit it in the cool weather, and sure enough, uh, my, my little pearly girl, my little chocolate drop, she did an outstanding job, outstanding. I just wish uh, you could see the, uh, I wish I took a video of the retreat, because I hit the bird, and I uh, staggered it, but it took off, went out of sight, and I literally lost sight of it, and she took off after it, and I just sat down and waited she came back with that bird it was it was at least 200 yards minimum and maybe even further than that i'm just so impressed uh, with her and not only that that she just worked the birds uh from about 20 yards off a dirt road all the way up a hill up a coulee and up to the top of a, a bigger hill and then finally pinned them and, and uh, did a great great job so it was a great day today and a great way to end the trip Well, I'm back home from the first <clears throat> hunting trip of the season to Montana. And um, sometimes I wonder why I torture myself by going out there so early to be there on opening day. But uh, every year it's the same. I just get so excited throughout the year that I just can't stand myself. Then I get out there and wonder why I'm here and it's 95 degrees. <laughs> but anyway, I guess it's a tradition now. I'm home. And uh, 15 days after I started, and uh, of course, yeah, five and five and a half days of that was uh, was driving. So I took my camper, and uh, that made it easier because when I'm driving and I get tired, I just pull into a rest area and go to bed. But uh, I would like to correct. I hope you didn't get a, the impression that. It's just a great year for shark tail out there. It's not. It's a fair year, I would think. It would be better to characterize it as fair, which means it's a below normal. And uh, the birds are there, but they're spotty. And we found uh, a lot of birds uh, in some areas. And, you know, we could limit in 10 minutes uh, if we really keep, want to keep shooting. Several times I stopped at three birds because I had another dog that I needed to get a bird for and uh, ended up with just three birds for the day because I couldn't find a bird that afternoon. But that's, you know, that's just hunting. So.
So uh, for for sharp tail, I would say that the, the hunting is fair. I've gotten reports from other parts of the state that you know guys are hunting for two solid days and not finding anything. I don't know what kind of dogs they have. I don't know what their experience is. I don't know any of that. I'm just getting reports that indicate that maybe it's not a normal year and it's below normal. So I would say that it's a fair year for sharp tail, at least in the eastern part of the state. Uh, I'm not hearing any different in the central or western part either. Of course, that goes up to the front range. That doesn't go all the way to the western part of the state. But now for Huns, um, we moved two coveys of Huns, and I'm not convinced they might have been the same covey. It was in the same area, uh, you know, maybe a half mile difference in, in uh, distance, but it very well could have been the same covey. But we moved two coveys of Huns in uh, 10 days. So I would have to call it a poor year for Huns, and uh, there are some there. But where I was, uh, one year went down along a creek in the alfalfa fields and literally found a covey of Huns in every single alfalfa field. Um, we found none, zero. So in that same area. And only one covey of Sharps, where that was the place I moved 16 coveys in four hours one time. <clears throat> so I would, I would have to call it a fair year, and I don't want to mislead anybody and say, let's go, Montana's having a banner here, because they're not. But I had a blast. I brought home a lot of birds, and my dog's got some work. It's definitely better than last year, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, better next year. So that being said, uh, I'm not so sure about this format. I thought I'd give it a try, and uh, I just listened through it. Uh, of course, whenever I listen to my own work, I always think it's nuts. But, uh, but anyway, we uh, see what you think, and if you like it, go ahead and subscribe and share. Thank you. I have a little added information on the uh, situation of uh, the birds in Montana, I got an email uh, through my blog at birdhunterthoughts.com uh, from John, and he tells me that uh, the Huns were introduced outside uh, Calgary, Alberta. You know, they can handle the cold temperatures. But in Montana this spring, we had a 45 degree temperatures and rain during the nesting season, and uh, which contributed to the continued lower numbers of Huns this year. And, uh, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I just always assumed that an, as a non-native uh, species, uh, Huns would be a little bit more susceptible to, um, you know, spikes in temperature and, you know, up or down either way. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's probably true as well. But uh, there is one specific thing that happened last spring that probably contributes to less Huns in Montana. Either rate, there are fewer huns up there, at least where I hunted, and uh, radically fewer, so I hate that. But I do appreciate John for sending me that email through my uh, blog and uh, the blogger contact form, and uh, I'll try to go ahead and, uh, and read some of them on the air. that's it for this episode and 
I'd uh, encourage you all to go ahead and share this with friends. Uh, go ahead and like and subscribe if uh, you can. I noticed that the platforms have changed now. And, uh, most people aren't using Anchor. They're using their iPhones, which is uh, great. That's an easy way to do it. Just tell, hey Siri, play a Bird Hunter's Thoughts. And suddenly the podcast will appear. But I'd also like to uh, let you know that my book has been published. It's called Endless October. It's paperback on Amazon, and you can go ahead and order it there. Uh, it's also an ebook, and uh, you can order it as well. Uh, if you go to my Facebook page, Endless October, uh, there's a uh, spot on there where you can order an autographed copy if you desire. So, you can also visit A Bird Hunter's Thoughts, uh, my blog, and you can uh, listen to the podcast there, and you can also um, read uh, a lot of the articles that are in the books. So, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Once again, like, uh, subscribe, and share. And until next time, thank you.